When people ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery. If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Do this. All right. All right. Right. All right, we're, we're here. Oh, Another shit. Back in the dojo. Back in the saddle. Okay. The truth chamber. We guys, you guys are ready to take it. You guys ready to get on the highway <laughs> to, to the danger zone. Hey, dude, I didn't hug you when you came in because I'm old. What do you mean? I wish I would have gotten up and hugged you. Don't worry about it, dude. You know, I, you're, um, I like to feel steel, bro. Yeah, yeah, I know, dude. You, you, I like you to feel when some you steel. when you take me in, when you bring me in. Yeah. The, the one thing that I know, and I hear you whisper this to yourself. You don't even realize you do it. You go like this. You go. I just hear you when I. You go like this. You go. You go. No wasted space. Yeah, so I hear that. You it's go, so true, yeah, dude. Discipline. I just hear those kinds of things. I, discipline's a big thing in my life now. And then I heard you say rawhide, rawhide, and steel cable. As so, a guy who who watched me and Kid Dynamite. Uh, watched uh, Sam's fucking <laughs> No Lives Matter. And I am a professional comic, and I don't really laugh. Danny and I were laughing so hard. Danny was like, your your body is shaking. It's just some of that shit, just the way you move, and some of the stuff you talk about, like that, like changing your shirt. I, I don't want to give the joke That's away. a true story, oh by the way. Oh, my God, it was so funny. God damn it. So much of that was so good. It was just so funny. I was laughing so hard, and Danny just kept going, I love him. <laughs> You I know, talk about you know, blackface Sam, dick. It's he, a lot of fun. Here's the thing, buddy. One of the things I notice about life is that, and what I love about you, is that you always tell the truth. Like, you tell the truth. You're wrong about all your conspiracy shit. <laughs> and we are about the truth on this podcast. So the irony is you don't you don't get closer to the truth when you do your research. Is your, but, uh, is your butthole doing uh, a breathing exercise well, we're right now? Get to my butthole. It's about to get wrecked. No, we're going to get to your butthole and my butthole. But, but you... you you tell the truth about your life. And I, I am realizing that as I get older, a lot of my friends are just not telling the truth in general. They're just, they, just about their success, about what they've done. About, and I'm just like, dude, why are you lying to me? Like, what is going on here? Well, I, are you this Why are you trying to save face with me? Right. And I just know a lot of people... Not really close friends, but you just start to find out. You're like, dude, that whatever you said over there, whatever is going on, isn't quite the truth. You know what's I, going on? I, I think people. Well, the funniest thing is when people try to bullshit comics. Yeah, it makes me laugh. Yeah, because especially when they're like bookers and they know comedians, you know, we're the most paranoid human beings on the planet. Yeah. We're always look, looking for glitches in the matrix, and those glitches are what we like to talk about on stage. Right? That's the funny thing. When we notice things that everybody else experiences, but they might not be able to put words to it and stuff yeah. like that, that resonates with people. So it's like, why are you trying to bullshit bullshitters, right? Yeah, and, and people do it in the weirdest way. For example, you ever had somebody say, 
Well, I'm getting an operation. Oh, yeah? Did you get a second opinion? Oh, the guy I'm with, the doctor is the best. He's the best. You don't know that. What do you mean he's the best? How do you know he's the best? By what metric? I agree. Where, where, where do you study? Where have you seen? Have you talked to all his patients? Have you done a cross-section analysis? Hairstylists are like that. Uh-huh. You ever go to a hairstylist and be like, he's the best. And then you go and you find, like, yours isn't available, so you feel like you're cheating on them. Yeah. And you go get another haircut. You're like, wow, this is pretty... My hair's haircut. shitty, so I don't have that problem. I just shave it myself. Do you? Yeah. I take a, See, I take I'm a weird guy because I've gotten rid of all my vices. I'm really just down to almost no porn, right? Yeah. I, the only porn I enjoy now are the gifts that get sent in emails to mm -hmm. old accounts I used to have. They're mm -hmm. like, Blackhead, yeah. look at this. And I just watch a gif, a girl going, gah, 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 and then I'm like out, right? Well, blacked, blacked is pretty astonishing in a very good way. <laughs> Brian, I was on Hollywood Boulevard today and, and there's a just shredded black dude. And his whole thing, he puts out a tip jar and people tip him for working out. I'm like, this guy's figuring- Oh, that's amazing. And I, like, See if you can find Even him. Dana was like, dude, look at his body. I go, Brian would be rock hard right now. He, he Brian just, loves quality black bodies. Oh, of course. He just train. He just works out. That's all he does. And he, I mean, dude, just shredded. Oh, and fantastic. you know, he's black. So you don't know what age this dude is. You don't know he what age. He could be 20. He could be 75. Oh, I know a 60-year-old, and I did a video on my Instagram. Uh, he's a boxing trainer, and he's 60, and he was, he looks, and I'm not exaggerating. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, I mean. Just on Hollywood Borough working yeah, I mean, out. Yeah, I mean, that's. And people are like, oh, my God. That's, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, I mean, that's a genetic, <clears throat> I can't, he just ran a red light. People are like, dude, you're shredded, well, bro. That's, that's uh, is that Phil Heath? Who is I don't that? even know, dude. Do you want veins like that, Brian? Well, that's 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 he's doing all the steroids. That's a whole different thing. So he's not gonna live forever. No, no, no. his heart's gonna stop. That's but crazy. Brian, would you would you shave a couple years off just to be shredded like that? No, 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 that's not that's not interesting to me. I'm I'm interested in when I see. When I watch, like I'm watching Hard Knocks, the the uh, Dallas Cowboys yeah. uh, training camp, those athletes, those those wide receivers, those cornerbacks, those linebackers. No, the well, linebackers lions. are nuts. They're lions. Now the ultimate lions. Well, these the, those guys. That, that's a that's whole your boy, your DJ Metcalf. Well, Metcalf is just and you would love receiver. to watch him make love and, to and that's kid all dynamite. natural, dude. And that's all natural. You're talking about freaks among freaks and crazy speed, just crazy Brian, speed. Brian, that is your dream right there to yeah. be black shredded like that. I just would you would love clothing. to have some cum gutters like that right there on your stomach yes, where would. you could just jerk off and then it just runs back like well, Mother Nature. I might want to be a woman and be his girlfriend. I mean, I'm I'm a straight man, but I can try. You would go gay for that. No, I am not attracted to it that way. But I, I even I though wanna, you can't stop staring at well, it, I want to look like it. I want to wait. Go down with that guy. See how he stand there with his hat, like his hat turned backwards right there. I want to just hang out like that. I just want to be at a beach with and just looking around, and I want to just walk around like that. Ah, it's hot. That's what I want to do. But I don't, you know. I want to play volleyball. I don't want to play football. I froze my fat this week, so I'm, I'm on my way. Yeah. Why aren't you listening to my dietary advice? Why do you do I'm running, bro. I'm gunning. I'm running and gunning, bro. But, but, but I, I would. I said, bro, I'm gunning. I don't want you eating. Uh, I'm running. I don't want you eating any junk food. 
I'm trying. it confuses your body. I get that. And I'm going to start working on that. But Baby it, steps, dude. As a conspiracy theorist, I'm, I'm just you, trying to cut out eat. interracial gangbang porn out of my fucking diet. <laughs> once once I cut that all out, then I'll work on junk food, okay? I, like I can't get rid of all the vices at one time. I just want you to know that when you do eat the additives that they put in that I stuff. I know, dude. It, that's the real conspiracy. Like, that's the food company's ability to well if you again we look we talked about before if you look at europe compared to here it's their healthcare system they and i'm not for socialized medicine i believe it it, the best way is super free market that's my opinion but you know i'm with you on that we you know they have they they do there is a monopoly on this stuff there is collusion across all boards to hey dude we're all gonna keep it right here so but anyways yeah uh, it's also it's also like there, there's it's how you make money by creating craving with empty calories and foods like maltodextrin and all kinds of artificial sweeteners and all those things your body i believe i believe if you say brian <clears throat> what's the, what's the one thing you really believe because i don't believe a lot of stuff because I don't know enough, right? So the more you learn about something- Do you believe in the Loch Ness Monster? I don't believe in the Loch Ness Monster. But there are a lot of things that you, I have opinions on, but if you really put the screws to me, I might, it might fall apart, right? Right. All of us kind of like, once you are presented with more of the information by an expert, oh yeah, that's what I thought, right? (laughs) So it was like, it was like Brandon Schaub had very strong opinions on the rules for the UFC and some of the rules are bullshit. And then he sat with big John McCarthy and John McCarthy was like, really? Because he made all the rules. He goes, well, here you go. And he, and he presented Brennan with the reason the rules are the way that they are. And Brennan's mind changed. He went, oh, I didn't know that. So <clears throat> I'm sure a lot of that could happen. But here is something that I, these are two things I'll say. One, if, if every American was forced to live, just live overseas anywhere for one month, our foreign policy would be very different. Two, if, if Americans simply ate real food, real food, just, I'm talking about potatoes, meat, uh, rice, vegetables. I mean, just real food, cheese, eat whatever you want as long as it's real. I think our health costs would plummet. I don't think we, I think we would have a fraction of the healthcare issues. And I don't even think politicians would be able to run on Medicare and healthcare. I think it would be something that people wouldn't even think about until they were very old. Obviously, some people would have conditions and things, but I think the majority of our health problems, yeah, are, I think if you change food we put in our body, I think so, and I think people, uh, I think this has been done purposely, stretched so thin, they're working longer hours for less money, purposely. So you know, but I, here's my whole thing, man. The internet is amazing. I always, I always get from people, oh, I can't be, uh, no, those are stand-up comics. Hey, dude, there's a lot of people making a lot of money on the internet. And it's whether it is uh, care.com, Etsy, uh, OnlyFans. I know people can go crazy on that, but a Patreon, Rockfin, there's a way to make money, man. And when you buy, you make a little bit more money, you could slow down on everything else and then you can start working on yourself. You know, big thing I'm going through right now in my life is how much do I, how much is stand up in my life the priority now? Like, I love Stamp. Forever, it would define me as a person, and I loved it, and it's stamping belly, belly good to me, even though it hasn't been, like, even even though it might not be as good as it has been to other people, it's been belly, belly good to me. But I also want to do other things now. Like, I would like to get a degree in law. Really? 
And then I want to learn how to fix cars. Like those are two things on my list of things I would like to do. Well, that's incredible. You want to get a law degree and fix cars. I want to learn how to fix cars. Because um, I'm like, if my daughters get a car and they're like, dad, my engine's not working. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, I don't know what to do, man. I want to be like, look at it. The Even problem with that is that the cars of the future, and it's already here, won't be done with, you won't fix them. What if I wrenches. just get them Trans Ams from the 70s? Yeah, they're not going to want those. What they're going to want, like my Tesla, I've had it for three years. Yeah. It has never been in the shop. It has never needed an oil change or a wrench or anything. It just is done by a computer from somewhere, I don't know, and I get a download at 3 a.m. in the morning at once every six months, and I'm not kidding. And the only thing I've had to do with my car is change the fucking tires, and that I have to go to a special guy who has Tesla tires. That's it. Well, I hear like That's if you it. get in an accident with those, that it's uh, kind of crazy. Well, they're really safe. Okay. The Highway Safety Commission gave it over. They they gave it a six. It was so because there's no engine, so they're able to create this crazy steel frame. But having said all that. That's the problem is you're driving a computer. So if you want to learn how to code, that's kind of boring. You're not going to get any grease on your body. You're not going to be under the car. You're not going to be. Well, Brian, honestly, everything I do is uh, is in preparation for the zombie apocalypse. I understand. Where does Tesla fall in the zombie apocalypse? (laughs) Nowhere, bro. Okay. Yeah. We got like I've seen Mad Max. Okay. Where's Tesla in Mad Max? I don't see electric cars. What I see is dudes in skull masks driving giant gasoline cars, driving through the desert, raping and pillaging, okay? So there was a famous samurai who used to come into every town. Starbucks? His name was Starbucks. And he would would come into every town and he would kill. uh, If the town wasn't gone, if the town wasn't deserted with food prepared for his men, he would put everyone in the town to the sword. He was a real asshole. And there's a Buddhist monk in this town, and everybody is like, let's go, let's go. And he said, I'm not going anywhere. And they said, you have to go. He'll kill you. And he's like, "Mm -hmm, that's fine. I'm not going. So the whole town runs away, and the Buddhist monk is sitting there in the middle of the road, you know, just meditating. And the samurai comes up, halts his horse with his men and says, Do you not know who I am? I am the samurai who can cut you into a thousand pieces without batting an eye. I feel like you're just spitballing at this point. Nope, nope, I'm not. And the Buddhist monk looks up at him and says, and I am the one who can be cut up into a thousand pieces without batting an eye. And I, during the zombie apocalypse, my goal is to be able to get to the point and you're going to be like, I'm going to get my supplies. I knew I was right about all this stuff and everything else. I don't, I got to get my perch. I don't have enough water. Whatever you're going to be saying. And I will be to a point where I can witness, I can witness with a smile, a gentle smile on my face and love in my heart, a soft heart and an open heart. I can witness myself be eaten, be eaten and keep this, keep this look on my face. Because I am not my body. I am not my thoughts. I am not my pain. I am not my memory. I'm not even my love. I am my original self. So you're cool with being a zombie buffet. Is that what you're saying? I'm cool being a zombie buffet because there is no me. Oh, That's man. pretty profound, dudes. That's pretty profound. Okay, listen. Yeah. I just want to say something. Yeah. You can't say some shit and then be like, isn't that deep? Oh, sorry. 
Yeah, that ruins everything. It does. Yeah, that sounds like you're trying to pick us up at a college bar. Fuck, dude. Okay? <laughs> you had all that great shit, and then you just said, you followed it with retard shit. You got lay it there and let fucking, then we go, then I go, hey, man, that's pretty deep. I'm just trying to soften you up for when I have to. Fight. Well, I want to get in some stuff because we had a lot of stuff to go off. I mean, I mean, a crazy week in the world of just pop culture, everything. Well, we before have. Before we do that, I want to ask you some questions. Okay. Do we have some announcements, real quick? Yeah, we do. That's what I want to do. But I want to. I want to. I want. But that's part of my questions. But I'm sorry. Because I want, I want you to actually set the stage for what we're going to talk about. I, I interrupted you, and then I want to ask okay. you questions before we get into that. Go ahead. What were you What were you saying? There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of stuff to get into. Okay. We have Southwest. We have Dave Chappelle. Yep. We have John Gruden. I mean, those are three topics that I'm just chomping at the bit to I talk about. I would love to, to talk about that. Now, a couple things. I'm having a baby. Oh! I'm having Man, a, Everybody you, who listens to this knows I'm having a baby. Do you know foreplay, bro? You got to lead into that. I know. Now, Kid Dynamite is going to give... I, I Hopefully, I'm hoping the kid looks like Metcalf. I'm, I'm, but we, we couldn't find uh, someone like Metcalf to give her a baby, so she had to settle for my genes. But having said that, she'll ha she's going to have a medium... Probably a medium white guy for a baby. And Why is that bad, bro? Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. But um, I'm trying to come up with a name. Dude, I'm so excited about this, dude. Yeah. So, so excited. What do you think? Maybe. Okay. Doesn't maybe, have to be first name. Could be middle I, name. I was thinking about. This Ready? Is so dumb. I'm thinking about. Okay. On the count of three, we're both going to say the name we think your son should be. Okay, right? Ready? Count, you count, count, Dylan, you count to three. Dylan, count to three. Three, two, one. Karate. Shogun. I said karate and you said Shogun. Shogun. Shogun Callen. Shogun Callen. You, dude, you can't work at Burger King with the name Shogun. Shogun Callen. I was thinking karate because it's so stupid. You can call him Gun, Gunner, Shogun Callen. Shogun, Shogun. Dude, that's, you love samurai shit. He's the leader of the samurais. Yeah, Shogun. Shogun can hang out with Ninja. That's good. Not karate. No karate. I mean, of all the stuff, karate Callen's so stupid. Karate Callen is not stupid. So good. It's pretty great. I know. That's why I like it. What's karate Callen. Karate Callen. Just keep We'll call him Craw. Craw. Karate. Craw. Karate Blue Callen. Karate Blue. Blue. Karate Blue. blue. Karate Blue. Yep. Karate Blue. That's not a bad name. Not a bad name. Karate Blue. Have you guys? Has she have any ideas? She kind of likes it. Last night we were laughing and we were like, "What if we named it?" Because we had Parker, we had you know uh, Casey. So Casey. what we did with our kids, we had we gave. It, it, by the way, Shab saved me. Did I tell you this story already mm -hmm. about how we came up with our names? No. So me and the mom were badly, and you know, if you've been in a relationship, you know. Dylan, you, you're married, you're getting married, you've been married, you're married. I have like a fucking 80 relationships going at one time. I'm going to crash and burn at some point, right? Sure. <laughs> right? You know with women, it's like pick your battles. You cannot win every battle. You have to really go, these are the battles that matter to me. Yes. And when I put my foot down, that's the last decision. You can pick anything else. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with you making calls. If certain things I'm like, this is what I want to do, we got to do that. So I, you know, with names, I had to go, this is not a, a battle I need to win. I mean, as long as they're not 
ridiculously stupid names, mm -hmm. I'm okay with it. So we have their real names, but I wanted to call them, I really wanted to call them Anunnaki, Anna, right? For the Anunnaki. I was going to get into all this so stuff. Anna and Naki? Yeah, maybe. Like, I forget. One was going to be Anna, and I forgot what the other one was going to be, but they were going to be like cool, cool, like spiritual names. Nope. So I just kept throwing names out. Nope, 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 nope. Stupid. No, no. Not name my kids that. No. Well, I, I decided to take Martha to, you guys asked me to do your show at the Ice House. I'm like, come out with us. We'll have fun. So Shaba just had his kid, and we asked, like, what's his, his kid's name? And he said his name. What was Kat, kids, Kat, uh, uh, Shab's last kid's name? Tiger and Boston. Tiger. I go, Tiger, look at Tiger. He's like, why, what's up? I'm like, she won't let me name them the way I want to name them, which is Ghost and Ninja. And he's like, I like Ghost and Ninja. I'm like, see, he likes it. She's like, fine. He could be, it could be their middle names. And that's how I got their middle names. And what, will you, will you say their first names? No. I'm not going to say yeah. their first names. Um, Ghost and Ninja. Ghost and Ninja. Yeah. Ghost and Ninja Tripoli. I want to get your take on another thing I just did. But we got to make the other announcements. What are the other announcements? One is, oh, if you want to uh, help us out, we have merch. Just go to uh, get merch at akadeepwaters.com. Okay. That's akadeepwaters.com. And Fandragon. Is that Fandragon or Fat Dragon? That's Fandragon. Okay. So much for your eagle oh, eyes. Fan dragon fan submission, dragon. merch ideas, drawings, designs, send them our way. Yes. So do we have an email for them? The email is akadeepwaters at gmail.com. That's how I do it on Tinfoil Hat. We do a lot of submissions. Uh, and if you if you get a shirt, <clears throat> you send us a shirt and we use it, you get $100. Okay. 100 bucks. Here's the thing that I just did, and I bought you some. I bought my first NFTs. You bought an NFT? Here's why. Here's why. I and I and I want to get your take on it. So my buddy bought an ape. Like in we were in France and he said I bought an ape for $6,000. I don't know what the fuck an NFT is. I don't know what I went you bought an ape. Do you know what he apes said it's are? A digital ape. Yeah. And I was like and I remember he said I bought it for $6,000. I I think that was the number. And I remember looking at him going, "Well, you're out of your fucking mind." I don't even know what you're talking. I don't know what an NFT is. I don't know what this is. I don't know what crypto is. I don't know what any of this stuff is. But he gave me, he's balls deep in it, and he gave me an education. I then saw him, and I see him periodically. I saw him a month later, and that ape is now worth $200,000. What? And I'm not kidding. Yeah. It's crazy. So I'm like, sell it now. And he's like, no, I'm going to sit on it. And I got an education as to what's going on with these cryptodes, uh, crypto punks, which the cheapest one is $393,000 right now. They gave them out, I think, for free a couple years ago. Um, and I'm looking at this shit on open, it's openc.io, which is where you buy these things. This is, this is trading cards. Yeah. So this group, launched so they have cryptodes which made a fortune and this group launched no fun toads and they go on sale today actually and so i was like i want in i, I mean because this guy's 
this guy's, uh, by the way, by the way, everybody, this is not advice on getting into NFTs. Yeah, don't I don't know to us. anything. We're idiots. No, I don't know anything. I don't want to turn this into, hey, Brian Callen said to buy NFTs. No, don't I'm buy not. it. Don't no, buy I'm not. unless you know what no, you're buying. You do your research. I don't know anything. I just hitched on to a dude who knows, yes. who lives this. Yes. The way you go broke and the way you lose money is get into NFTs when you don't know anything about it, like me. Don't do yeah. that. Yeah. I just happen to have, I know. Something you know about, people who I, work in that space. I just said, I just said, I want to be the first comic to get involved. And so Danny goes, <clears throat> buy Sam some toads, some no fun toads, and I did. You're welcome. Oh, thank you, bro. I, bought, I spent some money. Thank you, spent, but but it's good, and uh, and I hope I can come to you on this podcast and say I just made you a fortune. I love that, yeah, bro. Because you deserve it. Are you going to wait to see which ones pop first and be like yours? So, so, so here's how it goes. So now I don't know. I think I'll know Friday what my toads are. I think I, I, I get, uh, they, so the computer from I want, the black hole assigns them to you. Some are more rare than others. I have no idea. I love that. All I know is I'm going to be sitting on these no fun toads. You guys, I could make no money. Dylan, are you into uh, crypto? I mean, Bitcoin here and there. A little Ethereum, you know, yeah. sprinkle. Okay. Have you guys Not learned that. about anything about Shibu Inu? No, but I've heard about it. No, it's oh. a dog. So wait, yeah. What, well, what do you think of what do you think of NFTs? Is it all bullshit? No, I don't. I, I listen, dude. Is is art bullshit? Is like high end art bullshit? I mean, really, what is its value? Whatever, whatever, someone's gonna pay. There that's, it is. That's, that's gonna be I the plot. You. Look no at that, fun dude. Toads. Isn't that crazy? Is that guy working its bean right there? Is it hand? I don't know, dude. It, I like the toads; they look cool. But it's so weird how you can buy one. Did you see that ape? Yeah. Here. Okay, that's the ape he bought. Oh well, that's a famous ape, I think. Well, dude, I fucking I know him. Oh really? I know him really well, and he's a he's a really smart yeah. young dude. Is that he's crazy? Balls deep with the biggest people in this field. Yeah, like, dude. Like the guys that started the stuff. I yeah. Mean, and also the guys that create all the technology. So you should make some NFTs. I'm not going to do it. I for, I don't want to do it because I don't want, I don't see, here's the problem with me even talking about this and everybody that I want to say this by me even talking about NFTs and the fact that I have no fun toads. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's something about the, it's a little bit manipulative, right? Like, like I don't want people to go, well, uh, Brian's in this and now I'm going to buy, you know, you know that, that cause I feel like this market is, is, if you create wild hype west. around it, yeah, wild west. The only thing I thought is I want to be like no other comic is doing it, so I want to be, I, I, I want to be the only the first comic. But to then buy you gotta study it. it, bro. I well, I I I've been educating myself, for example, on the difference between what Ethereum is versus what crypto is. I'm fascinated with it because I think this is the future. Brian, buy it's the future. Buy some Shibu Inu, and don't sell it. Really? So there's this coin, right? Shibu Inu, right? And so if you look at it right now, it's got like a ton of zeros. When it first came on, it had way more zeros. So I own like a billion of them. And then it went up a little bit and then I sold it. What's it at right now? Okay, you see that? So it needs to go over like three more zeros or one, two more zeros to get to a penny. Right? So not, it's like a thousandth of a penny right now. So the whole key, dude, to this thing is to buy a chunk of this right now. I own a hundred 
and 30 million Shibu Inu. Okay, so you're in this space. You're doing the I'm same thing. I'm not selling it. I'm right. not going to sell. Because they think three years from now, the Shibu will be up to one penny. Why? If that happens. Why? Well, because, okay. So so there's three kind of coins in my humble opinion, right, Brian? There's uh, there's there's uh, the Bitcoin and Ethereum. And that, that that's the highest level. Then there's what they call altcoins. And altcoins to me are coins which have practical purposes and then they're shit coins okay and shit coins are just like smash and grab money makers you could invest and dude just pulls the rug on you it's like a super wild west right but i know a dude who listened to my podcast uh cash daddies he made 400 grand on are you ready come rocket on um, say again come again it's the it's the come coins again. called come rocket come rocket it was a, it was like this uh this company that was trying to bang with only fans was starting this thing where you, these girls got paid in cummies oh my god okay yeah it's just it's fascinating dude. so but shibu inu right was like people were buying it like oh i own a trillion of this and a billion of that i'm like that's why that page is never gonna move. Wait, why is what is all those girls? What is that? <laughs> That's NFT the NFT marketplace. So the problem is they think they're gonna make these NFTs of porn stars. Oh. The problem is this. Yeah. Here's the problem. Every time you do a transaction in digital, it goes on the blockchain and everyone can see it forever. Yes. So you're like, oh, let's say Brian's like, I just bought this trans fucking NFT, right? Now you, everyone knows Brian bought uh, a digital art of a chick with a dick. Well, th it's not just that. So my the guy said, because I said when I bought these no fun toads, I was like, wait, I'm going to, if they go up in value, I'm going to fucking sell them all. And he said, the problem with that is people can see that and now you look like an asshole because you look like you're you're just in it for, you know, but I was like, well, I am. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know anything about this. I, I'm buying a bunch He's of these. He's telling no you the whole. I'm buying you a bunch. H-O-D-L, it's called. Well, but I mean, I don't, I if, if these things go up in value because people are collecting them, yeah. right? And they decide that no fun toads versus, I don't know, whatever the other ones are. But, the, you know, then, then wouldn't I? Doesn't it make sense? That's the whole fucking point. What, what am I holding it for? That it goes up even further? All right, we'll see. Well, yeah, I mean that's the whole thing. You, you, this guy has a little different view of these. He's investing. It's like yeah. Van Gogh, right? Yeah. Like you buy a Van Gogh, do you just turn around and sell it, or you hold it? Yeah, that's why that's what they see these as. Okay. This is the very wild west. The Shibu Inu, right? So they made quadrillion of them, right? And everyone's like, it's never going to go up to one. Well, they just burned forty-four trillion of them, which means they just got rid of them, yeah. which means. There's a smaller supply. They keep doing that. Bang, bang, bang. It's the Wild West, dude. Dude, the but only people are I making do, money, bro. Well, because the, because I think the only reason... For, so just I so, made two grand on Shibu Inu Just so people day. don't think I'm an idiot. Well, I mean, we're I went, beyond that. Yeah, we're the, 97 episodes that's in. True. That's true. We're beyond that exit. But I went with the No Fun Toes because the group that is doing it, they have... They, they're... Uh, what is they're in the space yeah right and then uh, they know how to get it out, out there and eventually what's going to happen is 
money laundering. Oh my god. Which is yeah, what I don't all know. art I, I, is. I don't know how long this lasts, but oh, it's very they, interesting. It's going to go on forever. Well, it, I think it's the new thing. I think this is currency. I think this is how we're going to... Decentralized anarcho-capitalism is here to stay, growing every day, and probably how things should be done. It's just a decentralized way of, of essentially proving value, Right. Well, I know the so young there goes people. Your gold standard, by the way. Good luck with your gold standard in this world, because this is exactly this is exactly what happens with creative finance, right? How would you ever have a gold standard? Because what the gold standard is for this is just a bunch of computers where fifty-one percent of them say this is a real value. Yeah. Right. That's what an NFT is. An NFT is all these computers. Com uh, um, well, that is the that, that is that the says, dark side of crypto. Is like, what is it? It's not tangible. And it is like, if you want to get in conspiracy, there's always been this one world currency. And what we're now seeing is the beginning of the, the whispers of, oh, we want to attach your, your credit and your digital to your social credit score. And now we're, now we're starting to walk, enter into, like in, I think it's El Salvador, right? Or is it Venezuela? I mean, one of those places, they've replaced their currency with a national digital. Uh, it's either Bitcoin or a national digital currency. But it's going to happen. How do you even, how do you avoid that? So the, like when you were talking about the gold standard, what happens is people get creative with finance. They get creative with derivatives. They get creative with, with, with essentially how you measure value. So we were doing all of this with, with essentially central banks. And there was a central server and all. Now people are like, like the guy who created Ethereum. He was like, if crypto's gold... I'm going to create the oil. And, and, and Ethereum is essentially what? A network. It's a board game where you can build other board games onto it. Yes. Right? It's kind of fascinating. So it's, it's, he was like, I can do more than just create Bitcoin. I can do more than just establish from, through a community that this particular algorithm, this coin, this Bitcoin is worth this. I can do that with, I can, I, I can put anything on this network. And the network itself is gas, right? The network itself. That's why you pay a gas price, I guess, which I didn't realize. No, gas fees are the amount of money it takes, is the cost of the fee. The electricity. To put your transaction on the blockchain. It's fucking crazy because you need a certain amount of electricity, right? You need a certain amount of power from a computer. From, from, that's, what, that's what mining is, right? It's, yeah. I mean, this is, this is impossible to keep but up But you got to understand something, Brian. As much as it seems crazy right now, yeah. now is the time to get in. That's what I mean. That's why. Uh, that's why you should as start a comic, studying bitcoins and stuff I'm like that. To. I'm going to. You're going to start. Well, you have to, because I think this buy is a where chunk of Shiba Inu, dude. This is where fortunes are being made. Take three grand, just buy a chunk. Do not sell it. Okay. Just sit on it. Maybe I will. So this thing goes to a penny. So right now, if I have 130 Shiba Inu, right, yeah. mill. If it goes to a penny, that's for $2,000 or $3,000 I paid for that. And by the way, I bought a shit ton more before and sold it like an idiot. I'm not selling this. If it gets to a penny, for $2,000, I made $1.3 million. Jesus Christ. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like, Remember when... Shibu Inu! Do you remember when podcasting, like what my agents, they had no idea what a podcast was. They were still working on the old model. 
pilot season. Oh, by the way, a TV people show. still are working on the I old know. bomb. I talk to people, I go, dude, what are you doing? Right. And I said to them, I said, I make, I remember when I was doing Fighter and Kid and I was doing stand-up, I go, I make more money doing my podcast and stand-up than I do on any TV show. And all my agents were like, what? You make money on a podcast? I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah, I do. Yeah. TV doesn't pay. Yeah. You don't make money. You want to do a Netflix show? Cool. You ain't, ma you ain't making money. Yeah. And by the way, I want to get your take on Squid Game. We're going to get into that. But I want to talk like Tom Segura, right? Mm -hmm. Tom Segura is very interesting. I like, first of all, him and Christina. I love them with all my heart. They were so kind to me. You Hilarious. were very kind to me, too. Hilarious people. Uh, they were very kind to me when I had babies. And there's a whole bunch of drama with that whole thing earlier with, you know, people involved and stuff like that. But they showed me a lot of kindness. You know, but I always said that by far... They are the two smartest people I've ever met in comedy. Tom Segura is completely internet made. Oh man, he's amazing. Right? I mean, well, he's also he's also hilarious. Hilarious. I mean, he's hilarious. Also, he's also a great comic. And, and, and he's but he's a, also hardworking. He and doesn't. Smart. I don't feel like he gets the respect he does. He gets it. But you don't talk about him in that realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He but needs to be talking like that. He's making, he's doing just fine. Oh, dude, he's doing more than fine. But the point is, like, when I listen to people, like, I talk to some people that invested so much of their life into this industry. I go, in five years, we'll be lucky if there's anything left. I mean, it's really moving to that. Just think about where we were five years ago. Yeah, I know. And it's like, for me, man, I couldn't get anything going. I bombed in Montreal. I was dead man walking, and it took me a long time, but I finally found my thing, and here I am about to celebrate my 500th episode of Tim Fall Hat. We've sold out a show in Vegas. It's unfucking believable And I, I, I'm Harriet Tubman, Doc. I'm like, dude, here is the underground. Let's fucking go. And they can't, some people can't do it. It's like, what I'm telling you is like, you'll never have a boss again. You'll never have to pitch a fucking show to someone who couldn't do what you did if you put a gun to their fucking head. It's true. Right? It's true. And that's, that's, that's crypto. That's everything. Podcast, YouTube. And now we're seeing more and more things like... Like, well, what does that say about your entire theory? But back to Tom Segura, real quick. He, everything he has is just, it's self-made, man. I know. I know. So what does that say about your your theory that there's a group of people controlling everything because they can't control everything. Well, I, like the, the, the bankers you talk about, how the fuck are they going to control Yeah, but Brian, Brian, can't. we're five, I'm like, like the internet as we know is really how old, 10 years? Like really, like what we're, where we are now. Like, so let, let's take a look at like Firing a Kid, Joe Rogan experience, right? How long have those been around? Eight years. Eight ten years, years? 10 years. 10 years, yeah. right? That's the beginning of the change. Yeah. That's it is. That's the beginning of change. Yes, so is. we're just into this. We were the first now these ones. now these people are scrambling to get you to fucking. Uh, and listen, man, they could be steps ahead of us. And they could. I personally think, and here's where we go in the Sammy Town. Okay, I think there's entities of light that are pushing back. That if these 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 low frequency demons who are fucking really running a lot of shit right now, if they really wanted to do everything, they would shut down the internet and they would fucking scorch the earth with us. They can't. I admit they make money off it now. You know, here's the other here's the thing. There are some there are some bad motherfuckers out there. 
And that, but there's no, some that, that, good that, that, motherfuckers no, no, saying, too. No, I mean bad motherfuckers as in as in good motherfuckers. Like the, bad whoever, motherfuckers whoever, as in good motherfuckers. Whoever created Bitcoin, whoever that guy was, Satoshi or whatever they call Satoshi him, Yakamoto. Whoever he was, that is the real. That is the real overlord badass. That that guy. Think about what a badass he is. Who is he? Where is he? That dude just created Bitcoin and. He's probably the richest man in the world that nobody knows about, right? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? What but a genius. Like, there are people who, who think that Bitcoin is spiritual. I do too. I mean, I'm 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 beginning to think for real that I get when I when I start thinking when people like this guy that that who was part of this team that created No Fun Toads. I sat down and I, because I always want to know, I want to see something I can measure and hold on to. As he began to explain what this marketplace is, this whole world, I thought to myself, this is the matrix. This is the matrix. This is blockchain, uh, Ethereum, Bitcoin, the notion of wealth, you know, blockchain. The, com the communication that people are having, the, the value, the transfer of value. This is all, this is all the matrix. You know what the blockchain reminds me of? Have you ever heard the Akashic Records? Oh, you never, Dylan. You ever hear the Akashic Records? Well, of course he hasn't. I'll answer that question. You don't have to. You don't have to. I have a head. lot more respect for our friends, bro. Well, no. So the has. Akashic Records is a very spiritual, universal thing, in that it is supposedly everything that's happened, happening, and gonna happen is all on these, on this kind of. This, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like the universe. Mm. And there are people who could tap into it. And it's just humanity, the timeline, all times, all at one time. And you could, and that sounds like a lot like blockchain to me. It is a lot like blockchain. Can you so, read what it so says the Akashic Record your, is, Dylan? Is this changing your point of view on, on all things conspiracy? Because it's hard to think that any one group is controlling anything, right? Hold on. Can you read what that says real quick and I'll answer that? The Akashic Records, a compendium of all universal events, thoughts, words, emotions, and intent ever to have occurred in the past, present, or future in terms of all entities and life forms, not just human. But so I can I ring the bell because about because, what Brian? Because you and your you and your conspiracy friends yeah. who have a great community yeah. are starting to realize that nobody can control this. Uh, that it's totally decentralized. And the Illuminati, if they exist, and if maybe if it's Satoshi, who's a high frequency entity. Just decentralized everything. Yeah, but Brian, and everybody can be self-made, and nobody can control you. Do you mind? Ridiculous. I don't know Do you what you. What are you Dude, celebrating? Fucking episode ninety-seven. Sam Tripoli fucking runs himself into his own hole. <laughs> Sam just ran up his own asshole, and. And that's an example of why I've been right from day one. Thank you, Satoshi. Thank you, NFTs. Thank Brian, you, No Fun Toads. Thank you, my buddy, who got real? me into all this. How is that and real? thank you for fucking the internet, America. Because, oh, man. And yeah, DARPA created the internet. Guess what, everybody? 
Gold standard. I hope your Get baby is ninety five percent kid dynamite. Karate, five percent. Karate, karate, karate. Blue, <laughs> Callan is going to be hopefully a lot. He'll have a lot of Rady McGonagall. Because that that whole Brian, clan I don't even shit. know how you got a victory on that, but I've won dude, so much. Dude. I'll give you a round. Yeah, okay. dude, pop. <laughs> get some poppers in your nose because. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right, Dude, so let's get some real talk. <laughs> you bought hey, an NFT and you hey, won? Order of the yeah, snake and club a room. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off, guys, because we're not on the gold standard. Oh, hey, Vatican, <laughs> you got no power no more. Where's your fucking okay, mining Brian, operation? Hey, You're will you do me a favor? Bitcoin. Brian. Sit on all the gold Brian. you want. It's useless. <laughs> Brian. Dude. <laughs> Okay, okay. Thank you. all right, all right. We should probably end right. the entire podcast. All right. all right, I now I feel like I'm at the uh, Special Olympics, and the one kid is celebrating fourth place a little too much, and I'm like, okay, new next next race, next no, race. No, get over here, no, Billy, dude. over here, next race. Nope, I just fucking cried. Brian, so yeah. Brian, have you ever heard of what? transhumanism? Uh huh. Sure. What's have. your thoughts? My thoughts on that are, um, and it's not chicks with dicks. Nope. Okay. It's 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 Ray Kurzweil. Uh, the first time I ever thought about that was when I read his book, The Singularity. The Singularity is near, and the thing about transhumanism is the notion that we will not only be able to mesh with machines, but download. Okay, our so memories Brian, and this is thoughts. a very important part of this. This is a very important moment in this podcast. Yes, it will determine a lot of your credibility from here on. Yes. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you think transhumanism is good or bad? I think, personally, it's bad. Oh, Brian, literally? Yeah. That was just like a moment from like Squid Games. Like, you had two choices. Yeah. And you made the total right one. Of course I did. Here's why. Unbelievable. I was like, this podcast might be over. This is the moment. I was holding my breath. What makes us beautiful and what makes us special as human beings is the fact that we have a finite amount of time here. And we have a finite amount of time here to accomplish with our very limited machinery and apparatus uh, the things that we want. And it's so hard and it's mostly filled with failure. We have a limited amount of time to to express love. When I see my son, I look into his eyes and I'm watching him work out. Yesterday, I was watching him and I was holding him. He's 10 years old. And I was watching my little son grow up and get taller and stronger. And I was I, I was trying to burn his face into my head, into my mind. I love him so much. That weird love, that crazy yeah, love it's unbelievable. is so deep because I, I know I have a limited time with him. I know there are only so many hours and days. Is and that years. crazy? It's beyond. And I also know that I, I have things like my son and my daughter that I'm terrified to lose. That I have my, my fiance who's pregnant that I'm terrified to lose. That life is so precious that I have someone like you who I've known forever but I've come to have such a deep connection with. You were there for me in my darkest moments. You had the balls to be there because you knew who I was. And also we created this thing, this fucking thing that I, where I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, I'm running a train. Yeah, yeah, your asshole is something I've gotten to know so well. And, and your asshole is some, somewhere I basically live, right? I live there. I have. I you have get your second, mail forwarded to my asshole. I have a second asshole? home, and I have a second home. I have a pied à terre. A pied à terre is French for essentially, uh, you know, a foot in the ground. 
which is really, really, uh, I, have a, I have a flat, and it's a very nice flat, and I decorate it, and I do whatever I want in your, in your hole. And that's <laughs> fine, and you understand that, because you decided to be stupid enough to get into a fucking conspiracy uh, podcast with me, where I just go, goose, 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 goose. And it, you know, it's like, I'm a sniper, and, 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 I, and, I, and you're setting up ducks, you're setting up fake ducks, and they're 10 feet away. Now, and it's fun, it's fun, but after a while, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's no, I don't. Is. But at the end of the day, the great thing about being somebody who's going to die and having and and coming to terms with my limitations, which is another way of saying I'm getting. Miser. I do not fear death. I fear. Um, I I do not fear death. I but I. You fear I regret. That, you fear regret. No, I fear say that leaving my kids, man. Yeah. And I've talked to a lot of people who, uh, when they. They've had near-death experiences, mm -hmm. and I always go, do you think of your kids? They go, no, you don't think of your kids because I don't think that the experience wants you to have that regret. Oh, wow. That's interesting, too. Yeah, I I, um, I guess that's kind of where I'm, I'm going with my life in terms of creating space between who I, like, sort of, so, so, you, can, so you can be the witness to your thoughts and your physical sensation, right? You create a little space between yourself and your physical self yourself and your mental self there's a way to do that there's a way to kind of like be the observer you can observe um and and understand that you're much more than your thoughts and your memories you're much more than your emotions and you're much more than your physicality you are a part of those but those things are almost a movie that is playing over the one constant which is yourself you can't locate where that is you know what people who've died have said mm. When they look back after they, this experience had happened and they're ascending and they look back at their body, they look at it like it's like dirty clothes. Like that's, I love that's that. the emotional attached that. to it. It's like, okay, yeah, that, I'm done with that. Time to move on. And Socrates said that. And it was probably Plato who created Socrates, but Socrates said um, that a philosopher or a person should have a quiet contempt for their body. This, this, this machinery that you're trapped in, this, this, these dirty clothes. It's beautiful. So, so when we get back to transhumanism, right? If we're sure. talking high frequency, low frequency demons, right? Uh, they know the deal. They know what they're doing. And they like, so the whole thing also is like when you die, like they, they say these archons, right? They bring you back to light. And that has to be a rebirth and you're back here. And then like the key is to learn so much that you don't want to go into the light and you want to become one with the universe. After you've done all the things you've had to do and you've learned all the lessons you had to learn, you want to become one, you want to ascend to higher dimensions, like in the fifth dimension where like each dimension is in, in, in this dimension, dude, you're there, the table's here, my glass is here. In the fifth dimension where it's all one. Uh. It's like a soup almost like everything's connected yeah. there is no individuality it's only the the one universal consciousness right so but if you're a low frequency demon and you know like what you're doing has negative consequences or you've made deals let's say with jeffrey epstein who is very much into transhumanism made deals with like dark entities you know if you take a look at all of the you know the things that he did, there was lots of symbolism in there. And I talk about it all the time. Again, if I go, you know, it's like, I believe, you know, these occultics 
are like at, at a higher level than all these neocons. Neo Anyways, so, so if you know you've made deals with dark entities, right? You probably don't want to die, right? You probably don't want to have to go and deal with the consequences of your actions. And a great way of not leaving here is being put into a robot. And, uh, and, and and taking your soul and putting it into uh, a machine and it's keeping cowardly. you here. It's so cowardly. it's like it's. I think it's cowardly. Yeah, but it's, it's that's also, what it's transhumanism also, it's is also about. A form of uh, idolatry. It's it's the worshiping of false gods. Um, so the people that I know that are hardcore atheists that pray to the god of only rationalism, the god of only that which they can measure, um, are people who I think have the there's an arrogance to it and there's a fear it's a it's a very tough and there's to a live. darkness that you, you i go were, what are you worship, doing behind closed doors that you don't think there's god you just you only worship again like the things that you can taste and that you can feel and that that provide more safety Fine, keep going. I got more safety and more certainty to this to these dirty clothes you're wearing you know and and that's 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 kind of the monkey's paw. That's why we live in a society that worships youth. But that's another way of saying I never want to die, and I'll do whatever it takes. So I'll take testosterone, I'll take steroids, I'll take uh, I'll get plastic surgery. Hashtag got my lids done. Um, we'll do all these things to try to 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 keep the hand of time at bay, which of course is a fool's errand. We can and we will push ourselves way beyond our biology, and we have. So I suppose I could live to, I was 200 years old. But that, that leaves us with a grand responsibility, which is, okay, now what? What do I do with that? I, I mean, I, I, I guess for me, if you said, Brian, you have another 100 years to live, I would master the piano or I would master some instrument. But the responsibility of being a human being, the responsibility of being able to have total command say of my appetites and even come to terms with my my ultimate demise my ultimate end still doesn't go away it just creates a longer timeline and i hope everybody wrote that down because i'm very profound i said it again i had to ruin it is that deep did you go deep like i just said that if i if you said we are pushing ourselves beyond our biology and we are treating death like it's a technical problem. Okay, right. cool. So I guess I'll live till I'm 200. Cool. Now what? It's still just, it still doesn't take away the responsibility of being a human being. And I think a lot of the responsibility of being a human being, the people we admire, are those people that are not afraid of their end. They're not afraid of, of the fact that they are ultimately going to no longer exist. Because for them, they put themselves last, or at least they put others before them that the, if you think about people who made the great sacrifices whether they were christ or gandhi or martin luther king or whoever they might be the people who had courage to stand up and say that's the wrong way to do it this is the right way to do it the abolitionist john brown those people who risked their lives and in fact died in the cause of making the world more equitable right for example, the slavery is bad, and I and I say it so, and I'm going to shout it from the mountaintop, even though I'm going to probably die as a result. <laughs> Those are the people we read about, we admire, because inherently they shame us a little bit, 
or at least they put us on notice that the yeah. bar is very high. Yeah. And that bar being the ultimate bar is that sacrifice in the name of an ideal, in the name, in the of, something, name, in the name of something bigger than love. myself is what it's about. Brian, so in my, so I, I did an episode oh, that kind of changed my I'm life. so hard. It's amazing how you win when I'm taking a piss. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so uh, uh, a big, a big thing I learned about was abundance versus scarcity, okay? And I believe those who, who practice abundance, and it is something I do daily, which is give it away, flourish. Those who practice scarcity uh, struggle, okay? And, you know, we have been programmed through pop culture that scarcity is good, right? Uh, greed is good. Millionaires are chintzy. All this stuff that we're constantly bombarded. Keep it, keep it to yourself. You, and it's just like I've learned... Over the last couple years, that that is the completely the wrong way to operate. Now, I was practicing abundance when I didn't even know I was doing it, and that was comedy chaos at the comedy store. I would pay very well, very well. I would give leave people with weed, booze, chicken, vibrators, donuts. Donuts. I would just, and you came, you knew exactly when you were going up. You knew exactly how much time you were doing. You were treated like a king. Come in, bleach your asshole, buff your balls, massage, send you out, right? Getting a massage. Massages. You did, you, did, you ran in a, a sick operation. Right? Yeah. It was abundance. You give it away and the show would just flourish, dude. It's why people like you and Rogan and Diaz would always do the show because they was knew the it, greatest, was, it was one of the greatest shows ever. And I'm going to tell you why. It was one of the, the shows you, you, I would put Comedy Chaos, the lineups you had, up against any fucking lineup in the history of comedy. Wait. And it may have been the greatest shows. Why? Because you had Sebastian Maniscalco, Bill Burr, Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle, uh, uh, Chris D'Elia, Sam Tripoli. I mean, that's just for starters. Yes. Uh, Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. I mean, the best you can of go the on. best. You can the go on forever. The funniest of the funny. The killers. The and best I'd of be best. in that lineup and I'd be like, this is, un what a show for Think these Think about people. this, Brian. What you a did a show in, in LA for 15 minutes and you walk out with a G. You walk out with 500. Yeah. You walk out with $700, right? Cash. Cash. Dude. I break down money in comedy into sex workers, right? Like when you do like uh, a certain, sh like a show in the Valley, you make 20 bucks. That's crack whore money, right? Yeah. And then you go all the way up for 15 minutes. You watch out with 700 a G, right? That's what? Yeah. High escort money. Sometimes you do two shows in a night. And yeah. And you walk out with that. Why did that flourish? Because of abundance. I yeah. gave it away. Yeah. So, so. When you talk about death and people are so afraid of death, that is, a, that is done purposefully. When people are like, oh, you only live once. You're bombarded with that. You're just, it's just beat into you as a kid. You only live once. You only live once. You only live once. That, to me, is a control mechanism mm -hmm. that, they brain us, that, that they program and brain us, brainwash us with yeah. as children, and which is you only have so many days here. You better treat them with like, dude, you don't want to lose any of them. So what are they doing? They're leveraging death against the scarcity of life, which means most people will do anything to not be close to death, which is including like 
taking experimental vaccines, giving up, you know, having to go through security at the at the airport because 20 years ago, a guy with a fucking pair of shady shoes went through. Now we all got to take our shoes off. It's like, it's all scarcity of death. All scared. All the news is scaring you with like, oh, death is around the court. Death is around the court. Listen to us. We'll save you. We'll save you. We'll save you. Get on these pharmaceuticals. Dis disinfectants. Clean up the, you know, wash that scarcity of death, man. Of you germs. ever take your shoes off and walk the earth, bro? Yeah. It's called grounding. That's right, dude. And you're supposed to, but oh, dude, we got to have sneakers on, bro. Got to have sneakers. You're going to fuck your shoes. It's like, dude, it's all that, dude. Mm -hmm. It's all well, that. You know, you make a lot of money selling safety. You, you make a lot of money selling certainty. You make yeah. a lot of money selling a, a step, a blueprint for how to live your life. Okay, I want to get it. In, dude, this has been a wonderful show. It's probably been probably your best show so far. Well, you crushed. still lost, but I it's, fucking it's unbelievable. Oh, the gold standard and the Illuminati's controlling everything. <laughs> really? Hey, okay. dude. So, Brian, let's get into some of the pop culture <laughs> stuff. I want to hear your thoughts on Dave Chappelle. I love it. I love that Dave Chappelle is speaking his mind, and I love that free speech is alive and well, that Netflix said, oh, yeah, you you fanatics, you crazy motherfuckers who are that afraid, you you complete unreasonables, you unreasonables who are all shitheads and narcissists and probably not even real, probably bots, um, fuck off, fuck off. And America went, yeah, cool. Yeah, we don't care because you're not real, and they and they listen to Dave Chappelle anyway, and I love it. So, and do you I, know the whole controversy is about a couple jokes? Yeah, um, I know, which is hilarious. Do you know who is was leading the charge? Uh -uh. The showrunner for a TV show that nobody watched on on Netflix called Dear White People. Oh yeah, that fucking one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Do you know? Hold on. Listen to this. Have you learned looked into this at all? Three people listen watch that show? No, but do you know who the showrunner is? Okay. Will you look up the showrunner for Dear White People? Are you ready for this? Probably. Go can you go to picture? Yeah, go see if you can go to pictures. Images. A okay. It is a trans white woman. Is the showrunner for a show called Dear White People. Listen to this, Brian. So this person was born a white man, transitioned into a white woman. So when she does Dear White People, she's literally talking to herself. She is all white people. She is both white men and white women. And she runs a show which is black people's response to white people. Imagine being a black actor on that show in which you're supposed to be pushing it back against racist white America and a trans woman walks up to you and gives you notes on your acting. What a surprise. What a surprise. Mm, yeah. Jacqueline Moore. Yeah, I don't Jacqueline give a, I don't, Moore hey, I don't give a fuck is, about Jacqueline has Moore. lost the plot. Nobody gives a fuck about Jacqueline Moore. It's and I don't even hate trans, but it's like crazy people like this that make the rest of them. I know a lot of trans. They just want to live their life. This chick is in crazy town. This is a crazy person. You listen, you listen. You you are doing a show about white people. You literally are white men and white women. You're both. Yes. You're literally both. Well, I mean, yeah. That's exactly right. I mean, the insanity of that. I the know. insanity of Netflix greenlighting a show uh, shitting on white people by a white people. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, dude. Um, these are people that are interested in power. 
But let there's me also get into this. Dave Chappelle's the GOAT. I find it at that is that what you look like normal? Oh my god! So this is recent? Probably. Oh my fucking god. Yeah. So dude, so now what right, I also maybe, find maybe funny. Just, yeah, I mean this Dave Chappelle is the go. He's the greatest to ever do it. People have been pushing back on me. I go, if you go over time, amount of fucking great bits, everything, Dave Chappelle's the go. He's a, I'm, he took what Richard Pryor did. He went way past it. He, uh, I, I think I, I would put him up there. I think the only one that can bang with, in my humble opinion, with Dave Chappelle is George Carlin. Those are the two, in my humble opinion, that are banging for greatest comedians of all time. That's my humble opinion. I'm right with you. Okay. But I find, I do find this funny <laughs> that Dave Chappelle represents the black community yeah and they're told you can't make fun of one group and they're losing their fucking skulls go back up go back up let me see hi i'm a girl jacqueline jackie jack she her still by imagine okay <laughs> well i i don't know and i don't care about this person i don't give a fuck what she or he thinks i don't but imagine running a show on netflix but did you hear this dude like how many times have people been white people been clipped for black jokes and black jokes can't make black people can't make fun of one group and they're wait, losing wait. their skull so, so is 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 this person going to boycott oh yeah netflix Oh, and we're not going to have your show anymore? Oh, no. I mean, how lost are you? Oh, no. I mean, what? how How much have you been lulled no, it's into a sense of ridiculousness? Narcissism. That you, it's been that a, it's you been a, think. It's been a hard few days, but I'm still here. I mean, what, 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 this person must have been taking so much shit. People must be like, fuck you. I love so many of the people I've worked with at Netflix, brilliant people and executives who have, uh, but I've been thrown against walls because I'm not a real woman. I've had beer bottles thrown at me. So Netflix, I'm done. Okay, so this okay. is another problem I have with this narrative. So she's like, I've had things thrown at me. I've done this. Dude, welcome to being an entertainer on the internet. Brian, have you been on the tenth? Have you ever been on the Fire Kid subreddit? You want to have your soul shit on? Go on this fucking Fire the Kids subreddit and watch them set fire to everything you hold precious. I mean, it's like, dude, I what are you that. talking about? I, I don't go on. I don't, I don't do any of that. I know, but dude, do you want to fucking feel what it's like to get verbally raped? Go on there. You had a bottle thrown at you? Yay. That happened to me in fucking 2001. Okay? Happens all the time. Catch up. You know what I'm saying? It's like this notion that like any kind of pushback on the internet is a sign of hate speech. Right. Oh, and by the way, I've determined what is hate speech. Yeah. If you're about to talk about a group and you don't do the disclaimer right before, but just know I love it, blah, 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 right? You ever notice yeah, that? of course, of course. You of course. Got, if you don't do the disclaimer, that becomes hate speech. That's right, that's right. If you're like, what's up with black people? And by the way, I love black people. <laughs> If you don't say that, yeah. that becomes a hate speech, right? Well, they, these rules are impossible to follow. You can't follow whatever that, I don't know what that, I can't follow what's going on. And I can't, and I don't want to. And I don't Well, have Brian, to. here's my whole and point. And also, also, let, let me you know, say this. And you, this person has a right to boycott Dave Chappelle and not like Dave. That's fine. That's all good. Do that. But no, 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 Brian. That's not what she's doing. What she's doing is trying to say, 
You cannot talk about my community. She's trying to limit speech. And this is where I'm getting to. And I would love to have a talk with Jacqueline because Jacqueline, we can really talk about what is fucking like. We should send an invite. Can you send an invite for her to come on the podcast? Okay. Listen to me, dude. Listen. Okay. What is equality, Brian? What is the goal line? What is it? What if I, when will we go, Hey dude, we got equality. Okay, yeah. because when I watch equality, when I think about when I know you're in is when people really make fun of you. The yeah. more you're in, the more you get shit on. Right. Right? Right. That is, can you write down the time real quick? Can you write down the time real quick? That is, that is how you know you're in. Who gets made fun of? Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Kanye West, Kim Kardashian. This person has their own show on Netflix. Right. You are so you you're running your own show on Netflix. Are you going to cry? Are you going to cry like prejudice? You 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 make a fortune. You're running your own show. Shut the fuck up. You know how much worse it could be. You know what? You know how bad it is. You're you're I very just, protected. In like how do you pitch a show called Dear White People when you're a white person? Like, how does somebody at Netflix go, is it- okay, so let me get this right. You're going to do a show which questions white culture. Okay. And yeah, it's going to be great. from a black perspective. I, I love it. But you're a white trans well, person. Well, but that's a trans person, so they have to have that. They have a quota. There's an equity. It's called equity. And I think this person actually has a lot of experience on, on writing and producing. So when, when uh, what's Jacqueline was a man... Uh, I guess he did a lot of stuff. Okay. Well, looks so like he still so, got his dong. Yeah, he still Here's got the other his thing dong. is like, uh, and they're like, I we're wonder- just hanging out, and this girl's like, just two friends. I listen, and the truth of the matter is, let's say this controversy didn't happen, I wouldn't care. Live your life. I wouldn't care. But what you're trying to do is, you don't want equality. You want special treatment. That's my point, dude. Listen, man. It's like if I. It's just like it's not. I I just have a question. Is it go possible? up to the dress when did what they is transition? That? Let's see that. Is it possible that some people transition because it gives them a leg up? Okay, so this is very interesting, dude. It's just a question. I I have skeptical hippo eyes right now on this person. This is but this, this is, person's all in though. Like this is a very elaborate. But have they had a? Have they actually had? Uh, have they actually gone through hormone therapy and surgery? Or or why are some? Or is that? Or is this somebody who is actually? You, you think know, when when he's done taking pictures, he goes home? He's like, fuck, I got dressed like a woman. I again. don't know. Fuck. I'm asking a question. Only cried once from aggressive misgender. I mean, imagine living in this life that you think everybody should know who you are. I don't get and what f- you do. This is a narcissist. Like, dude, write a show. So, so the big thing because I have friends of mine who are very sensitive to the trans community, and the the whole thing they bring up is that trans commit suicide at like a fifty percent clip. And I go, well, okay. It doesn't change with transition, you know. What? They don't know if that changes with well, transition. Well, let me, let me just say this. So if you're on hormone therapy, right? I mean, we watch television. We watch commercials, right? When you're watching sports, a pharmaceutical commercial comes on. Literally now half the commercial is warning you about the side effects. And one of the universal ones is usually suicide. And we're talking just like uh, something that helps you with, I don't know, blood flow. or yeah. So imagine if... 
you're doing hormone therapy. Yeah. You don't think that chemical in your body could have suicidal side effects yes. if everything else does? We also throw around, it goes back to what I was saying about just, we just accept that that number, what you just said is, trans people 50% commit suicide. I believe that there are there's a very small group of people, a small population that actually is has gender dysphoria, has feels like uh, a different gender. That that I believe. I believe that there's intersex people, they're born essentially with both uh, they, with with not what is it both genitalia, hermaphrodites, whatever they call them. I believe there's intersex. I believe there are people are naturally trans. Someone like Bruce Jenner clearly felt like a woman. That, that exists. And he lives that, with it, witches. It's also very, very rare, but it happens and it is. And if you tell me that that tiny group of people, because they just can't find themselves, commit suicide. Brian, can I ask I, you I would something. believe that. I would believe that. Can I ask you honestly? This is an honest thing. Let's say not even in LA, right? Let's say we go to somewhere in Illinois. Yeah. What percentage of the 10 people walking by do you think will be gay? Honestly. Uh, honestly, 3%. 3 to 5 So less than one person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because, well, that's a, that's a fact. People say it's 12%. They're so wrong. There's there's no way. ridiculous. So, so being gay. In LA, gay, which is mecca of gay, by the yeah, way. Yeah, being gay. Here, San Francisco used to be. I don't think it is as much. Being gay in the population is and probably. And Miami yeah. are the meccas of it, gay. It's probably 3 to, to 5%, maybe. At maybe. the most. At the most. So what percentage of that do you think is trans? 0.01%. So, so if you look all at of this is for a 0.01%. Yeah. So th this is my whole thing about like transgender kids. Listen, man, uh, if some, if a child thinks they're trans, then you got, you gotta let them figure it out. I do not think that we should change all curriculum for a 0.01% of the yeah. population. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, of course. Not. <clears throat> but you see, we all know this. And no, not everybody does. No, but a very vocal, <laughs> in particular, Twitter. women who don't have kids Twitter love to a get, uh, pipe in on this the conversation. They love to pipe yeah. in on this conversation. And it's also driven by men who then transitioned as women. So, you know, typically white men, they started as white men, and then they transitioned as women. And they tend to be pretty... And it's thrown the whole feminist movement into whack because now you can't say you're a woman. Now you have to Oh, you say, can. I'm just waiting for women to ask us to save them. You're a person who menstruates. And if you're J.K. Rowling and you say, there's got to be a line here, we're women, uh, you get boycotted and by people who have never even read your books. Yeah, but here's the whole thing. Yeah, and they don't buy to... A trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Yeah. Like TERFs. That's uh, J.K. Rowling. Sentiment TERFs? That's unbelievable that they call them turfs. Yeah, they can go fuck themselves. Oh my God, turfs are slaves. These people are fucking crazy. Turfs are slaves, dude. They're the worst. I, I, okay, so Dave Chappelle's is the goat. Uh, I don't find, I find him to be wonderful. I think it's hilarious. They're trying to cancel him. I, someone said he got, he got, his tour got kicked out of arenas. Those people are idiots. He'll find other places to go. Uh, that, his tour did not get kicked out. That guy is a monster. So, so, John Gruden, have you heard about John Gruden? Yeah. So, John Gruden has lost his job he now. He did? He got fired? He resigned. <gasps> as, the, as the coach of the Raiders. Yeah, which sucks. I'm I a Raider. I love John he, Gruden. Yeah. 
So supposedly, he used some racial trope or something. He said some stuff about the oh. the NFL players um, union representative having big lips. Okay. Now, have we seen the actual emails? He's not prejudiced. <clears throat> I can't find because I've been looking this up. Fuck, man! I can't love find John copies Rube. of the emails, but he called Goodell an F. F A G G. Well, I mean, I don't I, I, listen to lip thing. I know, but dude, he's not fucking prejudiced. I want to know who released these he, emails. Who is he sending it to? How did he it lose was his job over this. It was an investigation into the NFL coaches and owners that was kind of launched by the whole Kaepernick thing. But uh, these emails were from 2011. I guess they went 10 years ago. Oh, Unbelievable. Yeah. He's such a good guy and he's such a great fucking coach. Fuck you. Yeah. I love that guy. It's like now you can't even have private conversations. <laughs> like, and you're not even allowed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, I guess it was during the lockout. <clears throat> the CBA was having a tough time negotiating, so he was super pissed off. So so this is oh, my whole thing. God. This is my whole thing. Kaepernick, Sarah Silverman, this trans woman. They don't care who they hurt. They just want to scorch the earth for their own personal fucking gains. Well, where is Kaepernick? Never played again. He made some money. What's he going to do? You know, a lot of these people don't. It doesn't work out for them in the long run. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. Because uh, nobody gives a fuck about Kaepernick. I don't give a fuck about Colin Kaepernick. I, I think what Colin Kaepernick did was kind of gutsy. I don't mind. You want to you want to kneel at the American flag and the, and the anthem? You're allowed so, to do so, that. You're allowed so to. So Brian, it's all good. I don't agree with it, but I I, I allow it. I, I I don't think it's a bad. You, you, he took some guts. He did it. Fine, and 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 maybe uh, it's all psyop, dude. Maybe, but I I don't have I don't have a problem with Colin Kaepernick doing it. You have to understand though that you're going to pay a price for that. If you're willing to pay the price as an American, you go ahead and do that. He also made money off it. I I I I don't think he's a bad guy. I think people feel very strongly about it. But this is a great country because you're allowed to burn the flag. You're allowed to kneel at the the uh, the national anthem. You're allowed to turn your back on it. I wouldn't do that personally. I'm a patriot, but I applaud. I I, I applaud the fact that I come from a country that allows all of this. That allows all of us to express ourselves. Um. So, yeah. Uh, I think Kaepernick. Uh, was knew he was not going to be a starter. And I think his girlfriend set him up. I think there's outside influences that helped him. He's not uh, the he, smartest. He didn't strike me as the smartest guy. Well, he, he was going to get a gig with the, the um, Ravens. And then his girlfriend put out a tweet that compared Ray Lewis and the owner of um, the Ravens to Diego Unchained, right? And Django, Django and Django Unchained, and he never got the gig. And then when they they like, dude, like, yeah, that's what they did right there. So then, so then, then, dude, wait, that that they they Denver was interesting hiring him. He wanted twenty million a year. When Cam Newton went and played for the Patriots for like five mil, so he never wanted to play because because. Colin Kaepernick's brand 
is worth more, never getting another chance to perform in the NFL, and you get melted forever. I would have been forever. so pissed if that fucking woman did that and compared me yeah, to, but to unless you, unless you want that money. That he got a fucking he got all these deals after that, dude. Yeah, and now, now he does that to get his head bashed in. Yeah, that's true. It's fine. It was all it's you make money off protest. Mo protest is capitalism. Let me see what she looks like. She's a fucking smoke okay. Show. So now you want to jerk off to the chicken? He's a good looking guy too. What did Ray Lewis say about that? I want to see what his tweet, what his reaction was. Oh, here it is. He's a dude. bad motherfucker. Don't yeah, fuck Yeah, dude, he's killed somebody. He's the baddest dude on the planet. How crazy is I'm just leaving set at Fox and got all of these texts and stuff about all of this Colin Kaepernick stuff and all this stuff. Let me explain something to you guys, all right? I'm going to be very simple with this. I killed Fox. People are talking about this man. Cap, let me tell you something, brother. I pray for you more than you ever can imagine. All right? Your name is in my Bible. That God gives you the vision that you did. I applaud you for the things that you stood up for. My brother, everybody else can speak for you, but until you speak for yourself and demand what you want to do in life, it's totally on you. But it's, it's almost crazy that you see people always trying to respond. Let me tell you something, my man. I've made mistakes in my life, but I promise you, if you look at my track record, the mistakes I've made, I've never repeated twice. You understand? And so what I want to tell you is, from man to man, brother, I ain't got nothing against you. I wish you the best in life. I hope you chase whatever God got for you to chase, all right? And once again, I applaud what you stood up for because I'm in the streets every day. So while people talking about what this and, and why Ray said this, why I said that, Ray ain't saying nothing. And the people who really want to help you, if they really want to help you, man, they'll pray for you, brother. I, they'll lead you the right way and stop encouraging you to be caught up in some of this nonsense. The battles you fight, brother, people way before has been fighting these for many, many, many years. And that's why I take each and every one of these kids. And that's why I take them away from their environments and give them something else to see in life. And that's why I played the way I played. The football field is our sanctuary. If you do nothing else, young man, get back on the football field and let your play speak for itself. And what you do off the field, don't let too many people know because they're going to judge you anyway, no matter what you do, no matter if it's good or bad. All right? Cap, be good. Take care of yourself. Brother for life. A lot of people talking for you. A lot of people got your back. Take care of yourself. Peace. That's a classy man. I love Ray Lewis for that. Now, let me bring up Kaepernick's girlfriend. I want to take a look at what she looks like. I want to see if this is actually worth it because this fucking guy... She even still with like, him? I'd be so pissed at her if she did that. I'd be so pissed at her at disrespecting Ray Lewis like that. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Some some dummy who's never played a sport in her life, never probably done shit in her life. God, so insulting. So right. I want to get into the final Whatever. thing. I want to get into oh, our final discussion. <clears throat> and that is <clears throat> Southwest. And how all these flights are getting canceled. You know why they got canceled? Do you actually know the real reason? Yeah. Uh-huh. Hold on. Are you asking me if I well, know the real reasons? Well, yeah, I just want to know. Okay. a lot of times you're like, the Illuminati. It, go ahead and tell us why. I, I, no, 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 Brian. This will be the fun part. What do you think the real reason is? Well, the reason is, is because the, there are a lot of crew members and pilots who refused to get vaccinated there we go brian and so they basically were like fuck off and then brian ring the bell no i know no i know 
I've already rang it. Take, take, dude, get all the rings in you can at this but point. But that, and then, but, but I guess Southwest was like, oh, the weather. It's like, yeah, no, the weather was just fine. So then Biden called the people at Southwest and laid into them. Oh shit! Southwest CEO says he's against vaccine mandates, blames Biden. Yeah, and oh, now shit. the now now Biden called him and was like, listen, boy. We I ain't playing a corporation opposing that kind of a mandate. I'm not in favor of that. Never have been. Wow. It's good for him. This is the beginning of the pushing back, Brian. You're going to start seeing this more and you more so? on bigger levels. I don't know because like I, I just resent that my children, they want my children who are really young to have to have this it's, when Oh, and by the way, from guess COVID. what? Guess what? Gavin Newsom's kids aren't vaccinated. Come on, Sam, that's crazy talk. What a surprise. You mean elite people like Nancy Pelosi are worth $350 million aren't, aren't walking the walk? They're not practicing Do you know that four families, four families have ran California for over 100 years? Isn't that crazy? Talk about, talk about rule by the elite. And they're all, they marry each other? I know. Yep. Yeah. Gavin Newsom is such a politician. He's such a piece of shit. He's just such a politician. He's hilarious. I mean, what a piece of shit. What a piece of shit. Like she's 12 though. My daughter, my daughter got it when she was 12 and I I didn't even know about it. My my daughter, I guess my my uh there's no I mean it is what it is. Dude, let me just say this, ma'am. But I don't think kids need it. They don't, uh, Brian. So, and Under also, also, when you say, oh, need it. spread it, apparently you can have it and still spread it. So why are kids getting it? Oh, I know. A lot of money. If you can get every kid in America, if you make every kid in America get a vaccine and who from, knows from what age zero to, zero to fucking 13, how much money is that worth to the to everybody? A lot. I mean, dude, you're going to start seeing this more, Brian. It's going to turn, bro. So they're talking about how New York City, these... these so... These uh, restaurants aren't looking for vax cards. They say, "No, it's too much. It's too much of a pain in the ass to scan your QR code." What are you? It's like we already have. You already. I mean, it, it doesn't. It's hard. It's, that's what I mean by trying to impose these things at the level of detail. I got well, a phone, and the guys, marching, people are like, dude. "Just come on in, fuck it." You know, it's time to start marching, dude. It's time to start pushing back. Daddy needs to get into the streets, and he's going to. Oh shit, my my. Tesla's battery is dying. Okay, Brian. Brian, I, I gotta give you a point. You had a great, 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 great. I kind of crushed. I kind of crushed. Yeah. You you did great today, dude. Yeah, I'm yeah. very proud of you, bro. Thank you, buddy. I'm very proud of you. All right, man. Well, guys, I hope to see you in Las Vegas. I know we got another show on Thursday. Today was a great show. I love these conversations. You know, you can go get all that touch-butt wacky stuff on the other fucking comedy shows. Mm -hmm. But this one, we do deep dives into real deep shit. Deep dives. Touchy subjects. Touchy subjects. Uh, I'll see you this weekend, Magoobies. People ask, is everything a conspiracy? The answer is yes. Who and what is controlling everything and why? They, they practice sorcery. I can't argue against magic. <laughs> I don't know what it is that we live on, but I believe it's a realm. This realm that we live in is the lowest level of heaven, highest level of hell. Chicken snake gods and the Anunnaki and sorcery.
If Sam says the chicken snake god is running everything, I'm literally in the world of crazy. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> You're losing. Conspiracy Social Club, aka Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters. Deep Waters.